Hello and welcome to Postscripted. My name is Mike. My name is Ray. I'm joined by Ray. Hi. I talked over Ray once again. I promise this isn't a re-recording. We're professionals. Or like that. Again. We're professionals. We wouldn't. Something weird wouldn't happen on a first take that we did of something. Uh-uh. Which is why this is the first take and not the second. So it's yep. fine. Not that you plebs need to know about it. So who cares? Wow. Um, rude. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Don't leave. Oh my god! Please don't come back. Rate our podcast so on iTunes. It helps out. Let the hey the simpery begins early, Ray. Oh oh, we're we're just jumping right in, aren't we? <laughs> just now they're uh, gonna well, bury the lead. Is, this is a postscripted, which means we are talking about a a show or some other thing that is doesn't quite fit into Creed Got Robbed and not quite into unscripted gaming. But honestly, this one could be kind of a crossover between the two because today we are talking about the Netflix Castlevania animated series Mm -hmm. of which season three pretty recently came out. Ray and I both watched it and we're here to talk about it. So there uh, just for reference, we are going to spoil the ever living daylights out of this whole thing. So that's kind of just regardless of that's just kind of a blanket thing you should probably assume about anything we talk, talk anytime we talk about anything but you know just you know you know in case mom wants to watch castlevania mom we're gonna spoil the ending actually please don't watch castlevania don't mom Dude, don't watch this yeah show. let's if you're hearing this mom don't watch this get, you can skip this episode I promise. let's get into this let's get into some animated, i love you but please skip this one animated <laughs> vampire titties that's what this episode is oh, about. oh god no mom just stop <laughs> listening now please i'm so sorry <laughs> i take nothing back not a damn thing it's a too late it's too late now we're in we're diving here. deep uh so like i was saying uh talking about castlevania mm-hmm. Ray, how much do you know about Castlevania? I've played every single Metroidvania Castlevania game, played and beaten them. I 100% at Symphony of the Night. Every single one that came on the Game Boy Advance from Circle of the Moon all the way to uh, the one with Juiced Belmont, which the name escapes me. Uh, play Juiced Belmont? J-U-S-T-E, Juiced Belmont. It's either Juiced or Just. They never say it out loud. Uh, I play all the ones on the Nintendo DS, uh, all the way up to Order of Ecclesia, starting with Aria Sorrow, and uh, I just played, and just it, these are technically Castlevania-type games, because they're made by the same guy. Uh, wow, the name is escaping me. Um, Curse of the Moon, and the one that was Kickstarter, Blood Something. Oh man, bloodstain. Bloodstain. Thank you. I knew it started with a BS, but I want to say blood rain for some odd reason. Vampires, girls. I got caught up in it. Anyways, yeah, bloodstain. Also, I played and completed. Not 100% for bloodstain because, ooh, that was that is much more game than I anticipated. But uh, I did beat Curse of the Moon 100%. I am a Castlevania fan. I've never played the castle classic Castlevania games because uh, I don't know. I just haven't yet. One day. Why not? Okay, uh, good to know. Thank you. Uh, for m- reference, um, I am also a Castlevania fan. I have played about ten hours of Portrait of Ruin about good one. twelve years twelve years ago. Um, I played Bloodstained, the uh, the preview NES style Kickstarter preview game they made. Not the real oh, one. Oh, so that's Curse of the Moon. Um, 
That's a, that's I a have one hundred percented every three D Castlevania game, and have not played a single other two D Castlevania game. Wait, uh, so you're talking about like the Lords of Shadow ones? Uh, no, I have. I'm joking. I've actually played those. Oh, okay. I have not. I I have never played Symphony of the Night. That's okay. If it, if you don't like Metroidvania style games, that's like one of the Metroidvania style games. I, I do like them. I just haven't played it. Oh. I literally, I literally have it downloaded on my PS4, and I still haven't played it. If it makes you feel any better, I didn't play nor beat that game until literally 2017. Oh, good. I've played Rygar more than I played Castlevania. All right, <laughs> that's a joke. I'm kidding. I, I literally have played Rygar more. Than <laughs> you're I about played. to like. You're about. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with a. <laughs> I mean, if we're, if we're gonna be real here. I don't mind a man wielding a whip to kill vampires, but homeboy has a shield on a chain. <laughs> that is that is game With design. Spikes you can on set it. What, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you gonna throw it and catch it? Well, you're gonna cut your hand off. Way to go, dummy. Way to go. He just kind of throws it. And it's like a punching motion. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Rygar, but we should. Damn it. <laughs> no, we should not. No one gives a shit about Rygar. How dare you? It's 2020. Who? I. You're gonna be. I'm not even. You know, I'm not even gonna dignify this. You're gonna be mad at me, we're but not, I'm looking we're up not if there's a 3D about Rygar. We're not. No, stop. There is a 3D Rygar, and it's called uh, uh, Bayonetta. We're moving on. We're moving on right now. I don't have the time to unpack how wrong you are. There's not enough time in the day. (laughs) Well, where do you want to start here? What did you think of of the first two seasons of Castlevania? How did you stumble across this Netflix series? Because when I saw the first season of Castlevania pop on Netflix, I cleared my day. I didn't have to. It was only what two hours worth of yeah it was real the first season was kind of like a was it was almost kind of like a float like hey we don't know if this thing is good or not but here you go and then people really liked it like myself Mm -hmm. um and they're like oh shit we gotta make a whole show oh fuck shit oh god uh because the first thing the first like season is only three episodes Uh, so season two is like Okay, four, but like so, season two is the actual first season of this show. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I, I, I really liked season one and two. Uh, I mean, season one is so short, but I was like, I like that premise. Um, I think season two built on that in a lot of interesting and good ways. Um, I mean, my only complaint about season two really is just I wish there was more. That's that's pretty basically my only complaint about this show, honestly, in general. It's just that I wish there was just more, just because I really, really like it, and I think it's really good. So, so um, from like a, I just wish there was just more of it. From like a game aspect, season one is just this gigantic love letter. If you loved Castlevania three, uh, Dracula's Curse, because it's basically that entire game made into a cartoon anime, and it's mm-hmm. almost pitch perfect. It really is. Uh, because you got Trevor and Sypha, uh, no Grant the Nasty, you don't need him, and you got the uh, wonderfully bisexual vampire Alucard. I, I'm calling him bisexual based on exactly what I saw in season three, by the way. We'll get to that. 
Uh, but it, the show was great in season one. It told See, this. It's, it, assuming that someone is bisexual implies that they can fuck on some sort of basic level, and we, as we know, that Alucard is a turbo virgin. Hold on. And and cannot fuck. So wait, this is wait bleep bleep. You're just gonna have to bleep uh, all these out. Here, I, so. I stopped doing that a while ago. <laughs> Good. B based strictly um, on our YouTube monetization, I'm like, I think I'm wasting time bleeping <laughs> these. That's okay. Um, but uh, the I, I loved in the first episode, the very first episode of Castlevania season one. You felt for Dracula. You um, you're like, you know what? Kill them all. Do it. <laughs> it's all right, man. You, I'm on your side. Well, once everyone burnt. Man, and I think, like, this is a great way to start kind of looking at season three mm. is, like, I think kind of like an underlying thesis for, like, um, for all the, uh, for, like, Sifa, Trevor, and uh, Alucard in this season is, like, man, maybe Dracula was right. Like, because... <laughs> there's some bad stuff that happens in this season and like it, it, in that like oh like we'll we'll get into it here but it's like i i really enjoyed what happened in se what like the story that they told in season 3 mm -hmm. but i and part of the reason why i love it so much is because i'm so excited to see like what they do next because I think they left the characters in a really great spot. So I have some critique with, of season like, three. I want to get to with okay. you. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get into it here. I don't, sure. I don't know if I want to do like a specific episode by episode. No, 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 no. Uh, kind of re summary or recap. Here, I, I want to like, do like a grand, like fifty thousand mile view, yeah. looking down. So like season one was the love letter to the people that love specifically the games. Uh, there's a lot of, like, hidden little tropes that you could see in the episodes based on that. Season 2 was even more so if you loved uh, Dracula's Curse and you loved Symphony of the Night. Lots of little pokes and nods. And if you look at the background, you see the portrait of the very first Belmont in Season 2. I think it's Episode 3. Um, Leon, Leon Belmont. You see his big old portrait looking all proud and such. Mm -hmm. uh, and... All that is great, and it's all a bunch of world-building and lore-building. You understand where the Belmonts get their magic from, and you understand why Alucard is really uncomfortable about it. And why wouldn't you be? He's got vampire skulls in his basement. Um, and then you see them take on Dracula, and you get to see Dracula's point of view, and then they fight Dracula, and that's an awesome, awesome two episodes. Incredible. Hold on. Pr credit to Season 2 when they played... Uh, when they played Bloody Tears, when they led the assault on Dracula's castle. Mmm! Girl! Mmm! Man. The it's so delicious. Good. Okay, on the season three. Season three, here's my biggest critique. It's nothing but world building. And it's nothing but world building outside of every video game of Castlevania ever made. So, I was right along with the ride for anyone else that's never played the games. I was like, well... All right, where you're going? I have no idea where this is going to end up. There's yeah, and as someone like, um, uh, as someone who is like you know much less familiar with the like Castlevania lore and specific story, um, I mean I kind of come to this for like the setting, mm -hmm. uh, but I I just don't really I just don't really know the specifics, so I guess I don't. I don't see, I, I I guess I don't see season three as like a huge departure from 
what I come to expect, but like I think that they're I think well, I think I'm I'm really satisfied with like the arcs that do happen in this season, but I think there's also a lot of really good building that happens as well. Um like uh I think one of one of my uh, like I think Isaac's whole arc in this season is really fascinating as he's like <laughs> building his demon army. Well, and and I can't remember which which episode which episode it is, but he has like a uh, um he has like this really weird um fr- like super frank discussion with uh oh with the boatmaster uh, or something oh with the boat the boatmaster is pretty good when he's like because he's like trying to sort out because like my you know, favorite character Isaac honestly is, this season he's he's great like Isaac is um like trying to figure out like what he's gonna do and the boatmaster is like. Oh, it'd be really e- easy to say you're just going to kill all all humanity. That's really easy to say that, and and I think just has some like really cool, has some really great scenes. But I also loved the scene with like Isaac and the one demon that he summoned. Oh yeah, where he's having a conversation with like the one demon with like intelligence left. Yeah, and like about like the nature of sin and how he's like, I didn't used to be this way, but then I learned to love it. And it's like Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's like creepy and like kind of horrifying in this really great way. Uh and, and I think that's the thing that makes that like I mean the action and anime the action and animation in the show is so cool <clears throat> and like looks so badass. But like it a lot of that like kind of a lot of that writing is like what really makes it for me is just like that. You could tell they put a lot of really good thought into those scenes that like, I, I should just pull up a script or something. Cause it's just, that is so, um, so there are some, just some really killer like dialogue. I do appreciate in how just, in the first so episode, good. they're just, they're not bearing the lead. Uh, Trevor and Sypha are an item. They're, they're a thing. Uh, which is great because they work really well together. I love uh, Trevor Belmont's new outfit, the darker outfit that he has. You pointed this out to me um, via Messenger. Uh, Trevor Belmont is very clearly wearing Dracula's cloak. <laughs> said, but it's like, yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter. And, uh, but it's just like he's wearing his cloak, but it's like he's too short. <laughs> So he's just because he's not like Dracula, so he's just got it tied in this funny looking way, and it's like it's so good. That little detail of just like you know what that guy gave me so much shit, and it's the job of a Belmont to hunt these guys. I'm the last one. Give me the cloak. I'm gonna wear the cloak of Dracula when I'm feeling a little cold outside. <laughs> that is that that seems so a hundred percent in character for Trevor. Also. uh the relationship that Trevor and Sypha have is so adorable. It, it that that scene when they uh scrap another enough money together to just buy a hotel room just to have the comfort of sleeping in a bed for once, and uh, they're laying in bed, and, <laughs> and Trevor gets stirred awake because something happens or something, and Sypha like smacks him on the face and says, "Yeah, no talking," and he's like, "Oh, sorry." And she like pats him on the cheek and says, "Good boy." It's small little details that, like that. It's adorable. It, you know, it's like there. 
Mm. You know, there's a relationship between men and women that is present in this season three of Castlevania that is more extreme in some cases than other, but is just... Okay, I know where you're going. I don't think Trevor and Cypher are like... There's a lot of equity between them. No. Let's go ahead and dive into how this show hates Hector, though. Oh, man. Fuck Hector. <laughs> everything about Hector him. probably also thinks it's Hector. He, you know, fuck Hector. <laughs> Poor Hector. God, bo- man. Oh, our boy Hector. They introduced like... three new vampires. Beyond Camilla, it's her sisters. I forget what the other two's name are, but one is Lenore. And we all know Lenore because she treats Hector good. Oh, Eventually, she treats Hector like a puppy. And oh, hold on, if I may, that really cool scene where Hector tries to threaten to slit Lenore's throat, and everybody I assume watching the show is just like, "Boy, what are you doing? Well, what? Do you... <laughs> it's like she's a vampire, dude. Well, what do you think? What are you're you doing? doing? So of course she does what vampires in Castlevania could do: turns into a bunch of bats and just beats the ever-loving shit out of him. <laughs> That tosses what a half-eaten apple to him. <laughs> There's your meal. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what you should expect, Hector. Huh? You're naked and she's like a demigod. What, what, what were you thinking? Anyways, let's get into what Mike has been on pins and needles to talk about. Let's talk about the simpery of Hector. Oh, let's God. just dive right into it's... the simpery of. Well, it, it's so it's so tragic because it's like, well, I mean, it's like. Almost comical, like how simpy he is. Mm-hmm. Simp is, for reference, like someone, uh, like a guy who is like, you know, puts women on a pedestal to the point that it is self-destructive. Yes. Um, and he, he, it's just so like, poor Hector, my dude. Like you can't. Lenore was being really kind to him, and she wasn't trying to treat him like a slave. She was. Cr- <clears throat> Let me finish. It's a Let classic. It's a honeypot. Yeah, it's a hundred percent honeypot. It's like you cannot fall for the honeypot harder, my guy. Oh, what he are fell you doing? For and then she it's said, so "Hey, you haven't been with a woman for a while. Why don't you go ahead and sleep with me?" And as Hector is, and the show makes no bones about showing it, balls deep in Lenore. <laughs> hey, he swears his like ever-loving fealty, and she, without him knowing, slipped a ring around him and. It's just like, dude, this is the first. It's like, I was like, well, the vampire cookie is pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it was worth it, Hector, because that ring makes him uh, the forever slave of Lenore. And I'm wondering, like, in the next season, like, how's he going to get that off? They have to get that off somehow, but. It looks that feels inevitable. It, it looks pretty airtight, but yeah, Hector's like, uh, "You, you tricked me. You turned me into a slave." She's like, oh, "I didn't trick you. You're just my. You're just whatever you always wanted to be, my pet." Now, come on, let's go for walkies. I'm like, "Oh, mm. whoever, whoever wrote Hector must have played that 3D Castlevania game, um, the one that stars Hector, and hated it so much that they're just. It's like you know what we got to do to this guy. Oh, I got an idea. What ha- um, what happens to Hector actually kind of made me not like season three because it's like, I I I like Sean Freud. Don't get me wrong, but even I have my limits. <laughs> I like softcore anime. Okay, who doesn't? Who's among us? Before 
before I get into what I was going to say about Isaac, do we want to talk about episode nine? Uh, you, you know what's really funny? What? So I watched most of this by myself. <laughs> uh, then at one point, I was like, I mentioned Sarah. I'm like, oh, I like Castlevania season three. It's pretty good. And she's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll watch this one with you. The, the only episode she watched were nine and ten. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's like that meme where it's like, you start like, you know, uh, it's like that Twitter meme where you like start a, watch a, a movie with a sex scene and then like your dad that you haven't seen in 10 years walks through <laughs> the door. Hey son, what you watching? Like, it was literally that, but not as extreme. And I was just like, oh my goodness gracious, this is very steamy. The episode nine was as extreme as the series has ever gotten so far. It's just showing sex from just different characters at different time frames and different angles. And as Mike at one time put it to Josh, they show it. You get to see what Hector's dick it. looks like. They show they it. Do. You don't get to see Alucard's. Oh, they show I, it. I was disappointed. I'm like, all right, you're going to give me Hector's peen. Where's Alucard's? Where's that going? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, that reminds me. Because, like, at, like, one of the... Like one of the crazy, like most tense se- sequences in the show is like when, um, uh, um, oh my god, Trevor and uh, Saifa are like fighting at the church with like Jermaine and on, on like all the town people yeah. and like that whole crazy thing. But at the same time, like Hector is, um, is like having sex with Lenore yep. and like Alucard is being approached by like, we'll talk about more about them, but like the two people that he have come to his castle recently yeah. and it's cutting between like this crazy, like awesome action sequence and like this, you know, the, like these sex sequences that you know are not good. You're like, this is not good. These are, this is not going to end well for either of these people. Yeah. This is so, it's such a great sequence. Like, uh, it's kind of crazy. It's like, it's uh, it's like I don't think um, I don't think that there are a lot of shows that could like cut between like a sex scene and a co- like some intense combat happening and have the sex part be like the more, the well, more it, visceral, it, it, they basically. do such a good job because like that's the more like character it's such it, like the combat is like good and, and and well done and what fun to watch but like the other scenes are just like you're just like oh my god this is so bad this is not good <laughs> this oh it's just so tense and then something and then what it's like you know that the bad things are coming anyway mm-hmm. but it's still like is tense to see like oh god how is this gonna play out it's such a great that that sequence is like i think what made the season for me like it's so great also in episode nine and ten if i recall uh you since you mentioned it briefly you want to talk about how this show also just hates alucard <clears throat> one of my favorite characters uh, in the lore of castlevania just poor alucard he's been doing his social distancing before it was uh damn um not cool the, so much as it was necessary in the face of a global don't, pandemic. Don't do my boy like that. <laughs> but uh, it, it's so funny when it, there are so many great sequences where it's just like he's alone in the castle and he's like, and he's got like the little Trevor and Siphonos is like, hey, I'm Trevor. I'm stupid. I don't know what this is. That is. It's like, <laughs> it's so clear he just misses his friends so badly, but like, is a dumb dummy who doesn't know how to be like 
normal? Well, he can't be normal because he's a vampire. Like, what is normal in the world where he killed his own father? Because his own father, with a big gang of vampires, tried to kill humanity. Yeah, they did try to do they that. They 100% We deserved it, <laughs> but they did try, so... So I, I feel bad for Alucard. I thought this was eventually leading to, like, Symphony of the Night, where he uh, ends up falling asleep for, like, 100 years or something like that and says, fuck it, I'll wake up later and kill my dad again because Dracula one day will come back. He comes back in every Castlevania game. Why not come back? But uh, Alucard does meet these two vampire hunters, uh, Zumi and Taka. Uh, looks like they're from Japan. I'm going to 100% presume that based on their backstory looking like yeah, Japan. That's, that that's, seems pretty correct. Uh, if I'm wrong, let me just say, they set me up to be wrong, okay? Yeah, no, no, I think that's correct. I would say that's correct as well. Um, but yeah, I really liked Alucard's arc in this, in this season because it's kind of... It, it, I think his arc is the one I want to see most desperately continued yeah because killers hate humanity the show because the show ends with like him's like i you know i i killed dracula i live in my own castle in solitude mm-hmm. uh and like the he's lonely and then the first people he opens up to and trust immediate well not like literally betray him as soon as possible yeah and try to kill him in the most intimate way possible like, let's not bury the lead. In episode nine, he... Well, so, like, there are several episodes where he's talking with them. It's, like, four or five episodes throughout the season. And he's just learning about them, teaching them to hunt, teaching them some little magic tricks. And then they try to sleep with him. Okay, can, let's just get this out of the way. Zumi and Taka are brother and sister, right? Weird vibes. Yeah. Very weird vibes. And they have a three-way with Alucard. And I was like, yeah, that's... That's not okay for a lot of reasons. And then once everyone's climax and whatnot, don't worry, they show it. <laughs> they show it. They try to kill Alucard right then and there. They try to stake homeboy. They... And it's so sad because like Alucard's like, no, please stop. I I can kill you at any time. Please stop. I'm a, please don't do I'm this. A fuck mother like, no, you can't. We're gonna kill you. <laughs> and then he absolutely does. And then he like stakes them outside the castle like his dear old dad and you're just like oh no this is so sad because all you've been trying to do is not be Dracula this whole time and this is what you're doing now but you're also perfectly justified in doing that oh no this is so bad oh you need your friends very badly I love the line Alucard delivers as they're staked outside he's like dad did it seem to be very effective it's like oof Ooh, that's like leading to him like maybe one day becoming the next Dracula. Yeah, see, that's that's what makes me so excited because I'm just like I am so worried about our sweet boy Alucard. So uh, tall, blo- tall, blonde, and gorgeous Alucard. Uh, he is a beautiful man. Our sweet baby boy being like, I need to be evil now, and it's he's kind of being pushed in that direction uh, as. Much yeah, as he's trying to just like everyone, just leave me alone. I've got a lot to deal with, and I live forever. So that's a that's another nightmare in and of itself that I will always have. It's this like pain. all Dracula wanted to do was do science, live forever, <laughs> hang out with Lisa, eat hot chip, and lie. <laughs> and then the humans were like, "We should kill Lisa." 
and then she and then that and then that just fucked up shit for everybody. It was not good. Um, but yeah, I think that that like. Do you think? Hold on, can we focus on that a little bit? Do you think Dracula went a little too far? Now, Dracula has always hated humanity yeah. for a variety of reasons. And he's decided, you know what? You killed my wife. This small little town of Valachia killed my wife. That's it. Every human in the world dies. I mean, I think he probably went a little too far, obviously, because I'm human. Uh, I'd prefer not to be exterminated. Um, you could go full Hector and but, go simp on humans. Uh, I already do that. Um, but I, um, but I lo- that was has been like one of my favorite dynamics in the show. Well, it cuts kind of like in season two, where uh, the other vampires are like, "Oh, so he wants to fight a war with the humans." So that means we are obviously going to keep some humans to keep alive, just because we're vampires and that's how we live so we should do that right and and Dracula's like no 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 we gotta kill them we, all we kill everybody uh-uh. and thus uh-uh. and in his mind and thus we starve to death and so we eventually die yeah it's it, I, lo- I loved that dynamic yeah I, and cause that's like Hector and Isaac are like true believers in that but they're humans no Hector is of the mind that uh, there would be a controlled population that's right, yeah. Uh, Isaac is a true believer. Isaac is a true believer of like, no, screw them, kill them all. Control population or not. And uh, I I think Isaac just wanted to do what he could because it was Dracula's goal. Isaac simped for Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> but that's okay. I actually like Isaac's character because he's got this horrifically tragic backstory. Everyone has a tragic backstory in this show, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, even Trevor. Yeah, even Trevor. Yeah. So I guess in what I'm trying to say is I guess Dracula didn't go too far and that kill all humans in the world was his plan. His plan was like death by suicide. He just wanted everyone else. Yeah. He wanted to take everyone else with him. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to think of what other things I want to talk about. Uh. I th- and kind of jumping over to Trevor and Sifa, uh, Sifa, Sifa, like their whole arc. So they, this whole time they're in like a town dealing with some like weird magic portal to other world stuff. Saint Germain shows up and does some cool, crazy things. That's fun. Uh, but like the whole revelation that so they like, you know, fight all the obvious like demons or whatever in the. Uh, in the town and they're like yeah we did it we beat all the demons yay we did it but then they realize that like oh the per- the very normal like governor of this town or whatever has just been you know killing children secretly for lo- however long probably years yeah a while just you know not no like secret portal to hell mm. no nothing it's just like Man being evil as hell for no good reason. Can I? Yeah. So ever since he, uh, I think it's in episode three or something. Like he walks out of a room, like shaking and like uh, 
rubbing his hands down and covered in sweat when he told that boy to go wait at the apple tree. I I assumed the worst. I. Uh, I see. That, I, I assumed I that until the last like, episode. That that I think is one of the craziest revelations in the show. I was blindsided by that. I'm like this. I don't know if I like the vibe from this guy. Oh, I immediately didn't like, trust he, him anymore after that. But like you know, th- the show uses like swear words in a in a funny, disarming way sometimes. Yeah. Because the character is like, "What the fuck is toilet paper?" <laughs> Which is very funny, especially now. Yes. Um, in this context of the world we like, live in. <sighs> but, like, it's such, like, that's that's why I, like, I love this, the arcs of this season, but I'm so excited. Because, like, Trevor and Saifa are like, yeah, we just go around, we beat up demons, we protect humans, that's easy. Like, that's all we got to, we, that's, we got this, like. It's so clear that they are, and it's clear that from by the end of this season that they are very competent in absolutely messing up demons. Mm-hmm. That is not difficult for them to do in the slightest. I, I love the scene at the very end in episode ten, where Trevor whipped out both the vampire killer whip and the morning star, and he set the vampire killer on fire, which is canonical to the game because you're always wondering like how does he do that, and uh, the answer is Belmont magic. He just does it. Belmont <laughs> magic like is, is the answer for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love that because I, um, I thought he got rid of Vampire Killer, but nope, it's always just kind of back there. But like, I love the kind of fact that like, their arc ends with being like, humans like can be just as bad to each other as demons can be to humans. But you know, there's no again. There's no magic portal to hell with the with like the town judge. Mm-hmm. He's not like some super evil warlock. Like he's just a fucked up dude. Yeah, and is entirely human by all me- means of understanding with the show. And you can tell that that really messes them up. Yeah, and it's it's really sad. And she just like they just burn down the house and just leave. And man it's just i i like again i loved the arcs that they had in season three but i am so excited to see where they go next with some of this stuff because i think they've put everybody in some really interesting positions that are are really tough uh there was one character we kind of left out and that is uh the tortured soul of isaac who's uh Mm -hmm. walking around with an army of demons a literal army of demons Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to talk with you about this because I never got your opinion on this and I was waiting for this podcast. Everyone in the town seems to be a little bit too comfortable with Isaac strolling up to their town with an army of demons. They always say, hey, we don't want you and your demons coming into our town. Turn back. And Isaac's like, no, I just want to get to the boat on the opposite side. Let me through. No one and dies. And it's like the fact <laughs> they're even having the conversation, it's just like... What? <laughs> They're demons. Gilda. Yeah, they... it's really funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I I loved what they did. I loved all the scenes, like with Isaac and the uh, um, uh, like I said, I mentioned the one earlier. Fly eyes. I looked them up on the wiki. The wiki. There's like a, there's like a 15 minute like dissection of that one character and him talk 
yeah, as you were saying, talking about sin and how he was wrongfully convicted and was still sent to hell. And that's like, ooh, fuck, man, ouch. And he's this horrible abomination creature now. But he still maintains his level of sentience and intelligence, so he's aware of what happened to him. That is a true form of hell and just horror. Yeah, and it's like he thanks Isaac for giving him second life, and he intends to enjoy it well. And it's just like, oh, it's so... It's so good. Like, I loved... I, I think Isaac had some great action sequences, like when he goes to fight that warlock in that whole weird town. That's so left field. Did you not feel that that just came out of fucking nowhere? It it, it feels pretty random. <laughs> but I think, like, he has so many great, like, one-on-one dialogue scenes, like with the boat captain and... That was really cool. Trying to, like with people trying to kind of poke holes in and prod him for his like I want to kill everything ideology and he's like oh so you want to kill me right right but you need me it's like yeah so what does that mean the boat captain says hey so you want to come onto our boat it's like why don't I just kill you with all my demons and take your boat boat captain's like well <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to sail it it's like can't be that hard oh yeah and i love the boat captains for some odds it's like yeah that's why sailors exist in the world because captaining a boat is so easy right <laughs> no, it's just like you make a point yeah it's really it, <laughs> god just man i loved it i really liked this show i like i said i just wish that there was more of it uh judging by how well it did there can't not be a season four I'm pretty sure I've seen... Let me just double check, but... I'm pretty sure I saw that they've already... Give me just one second. Yeah. Netflix has uh, announced a Castlevania 4 renewal, so... Of course. It is happening. Because it, it's great. You You want to keep the good shows going. Oh, yeah. Hey, we made it past the Netflix season three hump, so... Wait, is that a thing? That's the one you gotta clear. Well, it, it, people like to joke that Netflix is notorious for killing any show after three seasons. Wait, is that, a, so, is that really a thing? I don't watch a lot of Netflix original thing, yeah. shows, so I don't know if that's a thing or not. Nobody does. That's why they only make three seasons. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> All right, that's all I got to say about that show. I, I love it. Yeah, I think that's kind of um, that's kind of what I've got to. I like I said, I don't it, really have a lot. A lot of, of lore expansion, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and I think I think one thing that is I we didn't quite talk about too much, but I think this, despite all like the the good darkness and kind of like heavy good meaty stuff to like dig into in the show. I think it's also just really funny in a lot of ways. Like when Trevor drinks the beer and is like, oh, this is better than sex. That was one of and my Cypher favorite just scenes. Like, fuck you. It just freezes it and just like on flops onto the ground. It's really, there's a lot of great funny stuff like that. So I love how like, well, like the show's funny, mm-hmm. but there's some great, like they do some great character stuff. Like, God, I, I really love the show and I, the voice actor for Trevor Belmont. I don't, I forget what his name is, but he is bringing it home. Oh, he's it's perfect. Like, I love how kind of like blasé he is about. It's just like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm Trevor. I'm so. My tired. favorite voice. Uh, my favorite line from this entire series 
has been when uh, Trevor saves Sypha from the Cyclops beast. And as uh, he's walking away, Sypha says, My name is Sypha Belnada. And before she can finish her last name, Trevor says, I don't care. And keeps walking. Because <laughs> he's so stunned. So <laughs> oh, he's man. like, I could not care less what your name is right it's now. It's so good. It's, it's so uh, Apparently funny. it's I Richard... Uh, Armitage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's uh, mm. yeah, he's he's bringing it home. That, that every time I see Trevor in the game nowadays, that's what he sounds like. Uh, you know the voice actor for Alucard and Slifer. they're good. And uh, just a final warning shot here, guys. Um, don't simp too hard. It'll it will if you simp too hard, it will literally kill you. You will literally receive a fate worse than death. Hector's still alive. Do not, and he'll be in season He's still four. alive, yeah. Just, you know, uh, what do they, what do they say? Uh, you know, manage your simpery, please. Don't be like the OK the, Boomer girl. Don't be like her and her oh family. God. We can't, we can't talk about OK Boomer we girl. We can't, we shouldn't. We can't We do should it. not do that. That'll go down a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> people can send her money it's fine I think she's allowed to exist it's the oldest grift in the history of the world don't get too mad about it okay it's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad about it I respect the game oh shit we're talking about the okay boomer girl we need to stop we need to wrap we this can't up. do this we, we cannot do this I'm not gonna do uh, it <laughs> thanks for listening to this postscript of Castlevania my name is Mike my name is Ray we'll see you next time peace <laughs>